Hey everybody, what's up? Uh, this is Xbox Ultimate Podcast, and this is episode number 30. So, uh, yeah, episode 30, uh, is that a milestone? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't care. of course. Yeah, so it's a milestone, I guess. Episode 30. I want to welcome all of you in the chat to what's going to be an awesome uh, show. It's been an interesting day today. It's been fun, uh, sort of. Uh, not really, no. but hey, uh, it it ends on a fun note tonight. Uh, we have an awesome uh, panel here, uh, our regular panel members, as well as uh, one awesome guest right now, as well as another is on the way. Uh, so we're going to have a blast talking about a bunch of really fun things uh, to have a great Friday night. Uh, and I want to start off this show by, uh, well, actually first, just a uh, shout out to everybody uh, who just wished me well on Twitter today. Uh, that was awesome. It means a lot to me that you were checking in on me and stuff. So I greatly appreciate that. Um, to the a couple people that felt like they needed to analyze uh, the crash on uh, Twitter and t- try and diagnose uh, what happened. Uh, hey, screw you guys. Uh, anyway, um, moving on. I would like to introduce um, our first awesome guest here his name is crispy bomb you know him as the man with the sultry harsh ass voice um <laughs> what's up dude how is it going and uh welcome to the show world premiere <laughs> yeah, nice so so um yeah no awesome to be here uh i've been looking forward to it uh and you know many fridays have been picking up but i uh move the schedule aside or or convince the girlfriend to let me uh you know come on and join you so awesome to be here and uh i, I was with pong this morning which is kind of odd like, oh what, you were what were we all doing yes, did you were. wake yeah, up what like, were each other? Or like what's well i told crispy that he needed to change his clothes first so you know <laughs> uh, no, bre- bre- breakfast of boom <laughs> so that, that was fun nice yeah. guys <laughs> yeah unfortunately i missed that episode today um but yeah that's that's super awesome you guys have a double header today then Um, yeah well this is a triple header for me like it's you think about it next last night breakfast of boom and now this so yeah yeah that's true glad glad to see that anthem topic because i have not with all the podcasts i do i have not been able to talk about that okay nice dude uh is is this the reason people call you a podcast for the fact that you had three podcasts in less than 24 hours might be true <laughs> it might be true <laughs> well i also, believe the fifth <laughs> also i want to uh well first in my heart there is my beautiful wife Caitlin. um favorite hi, intro hi baby how's it going it's it's going <laughs> It's going, That's really yeah. all I can say. I'm excited to have Crispy here. Um, missing 3-Bit and Lupa. And hello to everyone in the chat. Y'all are awesome as usual. Yes, you are. Now, this is usually where I would uh, introduce uh, 3-Bit. Uh, he is a little under the weather right now, so we're, we're wishing him well. Uh, wasn't feeling well today. So, hey, man, if you're listening, what's up? Uh, we, we miss you. And... Hang, hang in there, pal. You're gonna be fine. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I, I I think he's doing okay. He just he just uh, he just needed to take take a little rest for a little sick three bit. So <laughs> no, seriously though, dude. Hope you hope you're doing okay, man. If you're listening, 
Um, and then we also have my man Pong Soul uh, here. I didn't know if he's going to show up. He sprang in like at, at, at like seven fifty nine and fifty nine uh, milliseconds, um, and uh, he he he's here to enjoy all these awesome topics. What's going on, dude? going on man i know you just didn't uh, have enough stress in your life today so i thought i'd add a little <laughs> bit more by showing up that uh, late uh yeah go coming in hot so uh three bit hey by the way buddy if you're listening right now or later this is what you get for drinking margaritas and eating frozen broccoli together okay man I, we told you we told Not you sound Stop, fun. okay he just it, like yes, he's probably know, drinking like lime it. margaritas, and he thinks the green color goes with broccoli is that's probably his idea like green and green it makes sense Exactly. Uh, unbelievable. Anyways, uh, yeah, great to be here. Obviously, Friday night. Who doesn't love Friday nights? Week is over, except for those of you that uh, have to work the weekend, and I do feel for you. I used to do that myself, uh, but shout out to everybody else. Obviously, it's uh, time for a good weekend, and this is the way to start it. Chat, love you all. Great to see you, as always. Uh, like Crispy said, I have had uh, a few podcasts already this week myself. Uh, so just uh, ready to continue to uh, rock and roll here. We got some great topics to go through, and obviously having Crispy here is uh, awesome because uh, you know things are going to get lively uh, and maybe even rowdy. So you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Brother Mike, I see you out there. Just want to show you represent. Nice, right? hey, next level gaming, brothers. Nice. Yeah, that, so, yeah, that, that's so, a that's anyway. a suave looking shirt you got there. I know, and I want it. It's just yeah. just for being a member of the family of NLG. So what that. can't get much better. See, so see that's you get free at you get free advertising by uh, giving right? away that shirt. <laughs> so very slick move there, Mike. I see what you did there. No, uh, hey, uh, that's awesome, man. I, I I want one as well. I I will eventually have one of every podcast out there known to man uh, that I love. So, hey. Let, let's get this show started and kicked off. And so, babe, what's what's the first uh, topic? How do we always start the show? The fun speculation of the week. And, and, and this week, what is it? well, can I freaking talk? <laughs> no, yeah, you can. You can <laughs> Don't interrupt me. Is what it is, is it how is your it, hus- is it how your husband can't drive? Is that what the topic? <laughs> is? Oh, <laughs> that's not fun speculation. That's a fact. Um, you, I mean, you are kind of shitty, but um, anyway, this week is fun speculation of the week is Bill Spencer's shelves. <laughs> so hey, we're just gonna talk about his shelves. We're not gonna talk about what's on the shelves. Um, I think Where he got them. Got maybe Ikea. Yeah, I think maybe he got them from Ikea. Maybe he, uh, you know, I, I, I've seen like walmart.com has some really interesting, uh, furniture choices and stuff now. So he may have ordered them from there. Where, where, where do you guys think he got his shelves? No, I'm just kidding. All right, guys. So <laughs> this is where we're going with this. Okay. Now this is fun speculation. Uh, as far as what we're going to be talking about here, because, hey, there could be nothing to any of this, first off. So let me make that perfectly clear. However, Xbox has been known uh, quite uh, consistently, actually, to be dropping hints in their, like, interviews and stuff. Phil did it before with the uh, Series S. 
Um, we had Todd Howard did it with the Indiana Jones stuff. Okay. Um, then we also had, you know, the, uh, um, Xbox trailer and you had the, uh, get, uh, the get out actor with the, uh, Xbox headset on his, on his ears. Now, so you also have this interview here. Okay. And I don't know if Phil is just trolling us at this point or what, but there's just stuff all over the damn place. Okay. He's got a, he's got a switch there. He's got uh watchdogs, uh, brown skull thing there uh he's got like a hideo kojima reference there um lots lots of stuff so um we'll start with uh crispy man do you think there's anything to any of these uh hints do you think he's trolling us or do you think there's actually something and we're supposed to guess which one is the right is the real thing or maybe it all is like what what is it well, I mean, let's be serious. Phil actually pays attention to the, to his social environment. He, uh, he, you know, we've seen him respond to Xbox gamers over time. It's few and far between, but you know he reads stuff. Yeah. So all of our speculation, see how I did that there? <laughs> yeah, <See>? love um, <laughs> has, has played into him saying, hey, let me just troll them a little bit. But maybe one of them is actually real. Because you remember, the Series S was like tucked in the corner and it was just like books and just nonchalant things. Now he's got this whole spiel going on. And it's like, you know, people are pointing this out and this out and this out. And I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if one's actually true. But he's just seeing all of this like rumors and, and stuff and just like, oh, you know. Let me just mess with them a little bit, and and they'll have something to talk about, like we are right now, right? So, <laughs> I think I think he's he's trolling a little bit, but one of them maybe has has something to it. And unfortunately, unless you guess really good, you don't know which one. If you were to make a guess, which one would you say is is real? I would say the Watchdogs thing has to do with Ubisoft, right? I, I would say that Kojima has to do with like some Kojima game coming. I would I would say that the Switch means, you know, more Xbox games going to Switch or something like that, or, you know, Game Pass. Who, who knows exactly what? Um, and then, like, man, there's, like, this little tidbits around. Which one would you would you think there's something to? Just because of the company Microsoft is, I would say the Uplay coming into Game Pass. Right. That would be, you know, um, they're just, they're just a huge service-based company, and you know, Uplay really hasn't caught on quite as much as uh, Ubisoft would like. And I think that would be at least, even if it's like a year or two it's in there, because we don't really know how long EA plays in there either. They never said it's it's forever, you know what I mean? So it could be one of those. They, you know, I, I do believe they have like two different iterations of Uplay anyway, where you get more content, just like EA does. So, you know, if they want to put their basic, you know, membership and just say, oh, Okay, we're just throwing it into Game Pass. That gets eyes on, especially, I mean, they, they've come out with a lot of games as of recent, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. they're kind of, you know, buying off in player base at this point. And even, like, you know, you go and look at the uptick in Division 2 recently and stuff like that. They see that the Xbox, you know, fan base has, you know, some some thought process about these games saying, oh, you did an update. Oh, you did this. Or, you know, like, oh, we'll go back into it for a little while. So they, they might... I think that would be the one that would be most logical. The Nintendo thing, I mean, unless Nintendo really is 
trying to make their, you know, their services better because they, you know, they, they bring out great first party for what they are. But like for someone like me, not really my, my cup of tea, you know, so maybe they're, they're trying to attract that, that gamer that, you know, would rather, uh, you know, a more like shoot them ups and beat them ups and all that stuff that are, that are a higher quality, at least visually for somebody like me and say, Hey, you can get a switch and you can go on game pass on here because I don't feel like Nintendo really needs to care about Xbox as far as like what, what content they have compared to what they have. Because even if you go against like, uh, like some of these games that are like untitled goose game or Ori, like they're, they're putting them on switch anyway. You know right. what I mean? So I don't feel there's like this, like same rivalry with Nintendo that, that PlayStation has with Xbox. So I feel that could happen. And then the Kojima thing, I mean, Kojima's actually had a good relationship with Xbox over the years. There's a little falling out, but I think that was before Phil was here. So, you know, you never know. I mean, I know the guy still wants to make games because he hasn't tried to make a movie yet. You know what I mean? So maybe he just said that, but, you know, Xbox, you know, with the Game Pass money, could be like, hey, we'll, we'll give you a budget, make something great. You know, don't make, we don't want to see another Death Stranding. We want to see something that you really, you know, that, that is horror based, that's mind blowing. And they could do that too. So, I mean, all three could be real, but I would go with the, the Ubisoft thing as my, uh, my ace card. Okay. Fair enough. Hey, all excellent points, Crispy. You all, you always bring a great perspective, man. And I, and I, I could buy into that. I could, I could buy into that. Um, what what are what what are your thoughts on this? Do you think there's anything to this? Uh, is he messing with us? Um, and am I crazy? Or and I'm just looking for I'm looking for things. Or you know, I, I personally I honestly think there may be something just because of the history with Xbox recently. What what do you think, dude? First of all, can we just go ahead and recognize the genius uh, that is Xbox for even making this a thing? Um, yes. Th- th- to have podcasts actually considering, like, literally, and people on the internet literally digging through the photos, trying to decipher yeah. what it all could mean. <laughs> I mean, it's genius. Um, you know, just I, uh, PTK Blam had posted a Twitter post about the headphones and how they had hid them in the in the uh, advertisement, right? And how, you know, us gamers, I mean, there was a couple people I had seen right afterwards that were starting to look at them and had said, well, maybe these are new headphones. But the majority of people didn't. But, you know, the genius to put them in there and just people not notice and then all of a sudden people realize, holy cow, we already saw these things, right? So, and then when PTK had posted that Twitter post, then, you know, people you know, we, we had made some comments and all of a sudden Greenberg shows up and, and Ronald shows up. Right. And they're like, uh, yeah, there, there might be a few things in there. You Just stuff like that. Right. And then somebody said to Greenberg, it's like, you guys are doing this on purpose. And he kind of gave a couple of emojis like, I don't know, you know, genius. Right. So do I think that this is something we probably should look for? Yeah. I, I think after this many, uh, circumstances where we've had this happen and it has legit been something. Yeah. I think there probably is a little game of cat and mouse going on right now with the community. Um, do I think that it sets it up perfectly for Phil to completely troll us on any given occasion and just throw some random stuff in the background just to make people talk? Absolutely. Of course I do. Um, you know, 
the things that were out front that people pointed out were so obvious. Every other time it hasn't been as obvious, right? It's been kind of out of the way. So I almost make, makes me think that there's something else in there that people are just picking up on because right. either a, it's too small or, you know, he's got it somewhere where we're just seeing like a corner of it or something crazy. Um, and then he knew everyone was going to focus, right? There's no way you could miss that switch, right? There, there is no yeah. way. Uh, there's no way you could miss the Kojima statue right next to the Xbox lamp, right? That stuff is just out in the open. And I don't think that's the way Phil rolls if he's going to do something like this. I think it's a little bit more subtle. You know, even like Todd Howard with the Indiana Jones stuff, it was off to the side in the background and it was just – you know, yeah, I, I when I was watching the interview, I noticed it. But, you know, again, a lot of people are Indiana Jones fans. He's a creator. Yeah. Of course he's going to have, you know, movie props hanging around. I mean, it's just like, yeah, whatever. But with Phil, it's been a little bit more subtle. So um, I don't think any of them necessarily mean anything. Uh, could it be that Phil's flat out just telling us things that are coming up? Sure, because the debate will rage on and nobody will know for sure until it happens. But I don't think he's going to give up the goat that easy. I Because if any of those uh, obvious pieces that everybody's kind of talking about come to fruition, then it's too odd. Then everybody's going to be like, oh, man, exactly. He was already telling, I knew it. I knew it. We talked about this, you know that doesn't make it a game of cat and mouse really. So I think it might be something more subtle that everybody's kind of missing, or maybe he's just straight up trolling this time to keep, you know, obviously you don't want to do it every single time. Otherwise, what fun is that? So I think maybe this time he's probably not Um, out of the ones that are the obvious, you know, I I mean, the Kojima thing is certainly possible that Kojima's next game, because Death Stranding didn't do as well as Sony has, had hoped, um, it's certainly possible the next game, if it's not Silent Hill or something directly funded by Sony, goes multi-plat. So that's certainly possible. Um, you know, Nintendo, he's got a great relationship with Nintendo. Microsoft and Nintendo have been working together now for quite a bit. You know, and those rumors have persisted out there that if there is another platform that Phil's going to get Game Pass on it, it you know, it may be the Switch. You know, but again, that that's not going to be something that happens, you know, relatively shortly. We'll probably forget about this video, even if it does happen, because it'll probably be a couple of years from now. But I, I think the Kojima one is probably your most likely. Uh, I think Phil has a great respect for Kojima. Uh, I think he knows the name recognition that Kojima brings. Uh, you know, whether or not his games do well, when Kojima says he's going to come out with a new game, the world goes ballistic, right? It's it, he's one of the, he's one of those devs that that is a rock star, and, and he draws that attention to whatever platforms his game is going to go to. So to cut a deal with Kojima and you know make something for you know the series consoles down the road, that'd be a huge get. So that would probably be my pick. Again, excellent points. I I can't argue with anything you said. So maybe <laughs> everything is true. Maybe, yeah, maybe both of you are right. I don't know. I can't argue with either of you. I don't know what to say. I mean, look, so I think you make a really good point with the fact that it's probably not one of the, necessarily one of the obvious things that he's pointing to. And maybe there is something to that, but maybe we won't get any kind of announcements for any of these for like a, a really long time. And that's why it's making it more obvious. Right. But uh, I, I, he could be, you know, it's like 
it's like a magic trick. It's you know he he's leading our eyes one direction, and and then the surprise is somewhere else. You know, he's got. Well, it's he, been like proven and that he he's done this, right? Yes. He, so I think I'm looking at in this particular picture that I had put on the thumbnail. Yeah. Um, he's sitting in a way to let us all see the shelf. Uh, that's true. Perfectly. That, that's Correct. a good point. Yes. So this is staged. This is set up. I mean, he he wants us to look at those shelves and try and figure out what's going on. <laughs> the question is, is he trolling us? Because he, he knows that we're all looking at it and trying to find stuff because he's done it before. And everybody's made a thing of it, talking about, hey, what is there? Is he going to have anything in the background? What's the next interview going to have in the background? So then he conveniently uh, steps aside to have this whole uh-huh. wall of shelves just full of different stuff that we could all like have these crazy talks on and speculations about now, but still I think they're doing it. Like you can go back to for a while now and, and, and trailers and stuff and find little hidden clues to things that they've done. They've been doing this for uh, a while um, with trailers and it has stepped into these interviews, especially with them doing more, more stuff like this, these more on camera stuff all the time. And I think he likes, likes it because it's fun. Right. I think, I think he likes it because it it is having a good time with the community and, and messing with us a little bit. So, but man, there's, there's got, there's something to something here. And I just don't know which one it is. If I, if like, I, I'm going to say, I agree with crispy on this that with the watchdogs thing um more just i think it's the least like far-fetched thing to be there and it could be something as simple as watchdogs legion going into game pass individually right and it could be the the start of some kind of game pass relationship with ubisoft where the titles are going in there um after a few months right but maybe the maybe you play regular you play maybe not maybe not you play plus right or ubisoft plus whatever it's called right um that could be something something to that. Uh, Watch Dogs just had uh, the. I think did they just launch the multiplayer update? It's launching soon. Uh, I think I think it did just have the multiplayer update. So it's beginning of March. March. Okay, so it's it's coming very soon. Yeah, March. It's coming. What if they they coincided? You know that with a launch on Game Pass. You know uh, to drive uh, traffic for the multiplayer mode on Watch Dogs. Like uh, stuff like that could could kind of make sense. Um, to to take it as far as hey, Ubisoft Plus is going to drop because there's a skull on in the, on a shelf. I don't know necessarily about that, but uh, yeah, I I, I could get behind this guys. Um, with the with the uh with the with the Uplay thing, the other stuff is just like, yeah, I think Kojima is just messing with fanboys. You know, that's like a fanboy troll right there. Uh, putting something Kojima on there because he, he, know, he knows it's going to get some like uh, chatter regarding that. And uh, the Switch, I think it's just maybe something that he wants. <laughs> he wants that to happen. You know, maybe that could that could be a possibility too. So um, anybody else, any more thoughts on that? Before we move on? No? Okay. No. Great. All right. Uh, so, babe, what what do we have next on the agenda? Next is Anthem Two and Bioware, <laughs> and I'm I'm not gonna say the dough the dough that you made me put. Yeah. Oh, hey. that was Anthem <laughs> Two Point Dough. 
Um, oh, is that what you tried to do? Yeah, that's what I tried to do. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be a Homer dope. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Pong, uh, we have some people in the chat that are uh, trying to decipher your background. <laughs> I know. I saw that. Uh, what what are you doing? Mine's too secret? easy. Mine's too easy. <laughs> Yours is so too secret easy. secret is that he's a nerd. <laughs> Correct. Thank you. And who didn't know that already, Caitlin? <laughs> nice. That's, that's no secret. Um, <laughs> no. So, Anthem 2.0. Again, I think we'll start with Crispy on, on this topic because he told me. You know he's been chomping at the bit to to start talking about this. Um, so basically, if you if you've been locked in a closet, um, EA has decided to axe the update, the massive update that they've been working on for Anthem, um, the one that uh, was supposed to reinvigorate the game and make it live up to its original promise, um, the one that they stopped doling out regular content for to be able to create. <laughs> so uh, this also killed the game in another way, other than not coming out with the update. Uh, it also kind of preemptively killed it. Right. So hey, what, what, what are your thoughts on this crispy? I, I know you, I know you have some thoughts. Oh, you know, it's, it's kind of unfortunate. Um, Yeah. I think it was, anthem next to that's what they were calling it something like that yeah uh, you know i just saw so much promise in this game i really did and you know with these next gen consoles i feel like it could get even better and the only thing that good that could possibly come from this is down the road they make an actual anthem two and just you know ground up almost like cause i being a big division fan i watched that game go from shit to great you know that the first one it was just it, it was crap at first but it was still addictive and then it just by the end of that that life cycle of that game that game was really really good there was tons of content it really it gave you a reason to go in there every day and i feel like anthem could have became that the problem is is i don't it just i don't feel bioware is just the right person you know, the right company for the to make an anthem. I just really don't. I feel like, you know, they need to stick with what they're good at. You know what I mean? And I don't know, like Anthem just seems so out there, even for these the last gen that you know, when you went and played the demo or you played the game at, at periods of time, it got better over time, but the low times were incredible. Like it made like fast traveling across the map and division like look quick which was just crazy and a lot of people wanted kind of like to feel like you're in the division in anthem you know what i mean like just have have the same elements that anthem is or something like that and just you know be able to go anywhere and do anything and that's not really what we got but at the same time i still see a lot of people that still enjoy the game right now so there's a player base there and there's still people like me that are like you know, I all you need to do is, you know, bring something back. You know, you could even, you know, say, you know what? You know, we got this update out there. Let's throw it in the Game Pass or something. That's going to get people to play it no matter what and give it another shot. 
You're even seeing that with Division Two right now. You know, all of a sudden, you know, people are like, "Oh, I haven't." You know, Warlords went to nine dollars or something. So everybody's like, "Oh, let me try this." Now everybody's like, "Wow, this is a great DLC." You know what I mean? And it really it brings you a whole other part of the world, and it kind of gives you the, the storyline that you kind of love from Division One and puts it in Division Two. Because I feel like that that's the only thing that Division Two lacked was the story that I felt in Division One, and you know, Anthem had a good decent story but a lot of things hampered it and you know even the the, the mechanics and everything of, of the flying and everything else I, from what everybody tells me and i played some of it it felt really good you know and i didn't even play it when it was you know updated at all so i just i feel like for a title like this to just get thrown to the curb i mean this is typical ea this is what they do you know, they, they have something that they could really build upon. And instead of, you know, doing doing a Ubisoft route and saying Ubisoft does not, unless unless it's it's done and over with, they do not give up on their games right away. They just don't. They will they will grind it out, they will put update upon update, they will they'll have community streams, they will they will try to keep the community engaged. And I just feel like EA needs to learn something from that because if you're gonna make a service based game you got to treat it like a service and you got to treat your fan base. Right. And I feel like still to this day, I, I, I talk to plenty of people that still go into that game from time to time because they love the gameplay of it. And I feel that was a huge part of it. And just let it go like that. I just, I, I feel it's blasphemy. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't do that. Don't announce that you're going to, you're going to do a huge full on update and then just be like, Oh, we're not doing it anymore. Like, not doing it we get it. that it could be delayed it could take longer because of covid but you're just gonna be like oh we're done that's just ea that's why people don't like that company like they're probably like bioware you're going on the dragon age that's it done we're not we're not funding it anymore and all these dudes that have been working on it for you know months upon months are like you know what these devs are like i haven't put my heart and soul into this game and try to make it what it should have been you know it's just it's it's sad it really is yeah man 100 percent agree it's uh it's like hey uh we have this huge thing we want to do and we're gonna fund it and we're gonna promote the hell out of it it's gonna be our biggest thing we talk about for years then we're going to launch it before it's ready and then not support it after it comes out and then when we get harsh feedback, we're going to um, make sure we actually kind of stop all the regular content we had planned to make sure we put an emphasis on uh, bringing even bigger stuff. But then we're only going to put a small team on it. And then when it fails, we're going to cancel it. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you actually think about a business plan, uh, that's not very smart. So I, it's just... With the bones and the structure that this game has, um, with the talent that had crafted a lot of that, that feels really good. Um, it, that kind of stuff is not easy to create. To just uh, give up on it uh, is is it's not as much that I am so butthurt about Anthem. You know, it's it's about worrying about the other franchises that EA has and what they're going to do in the future because there's just making big mistakes. Um, that's 
couple big mistakes in a row with Bioware, right? Upon what are your, what are your thoughts, dude? They were set up to fail from the beginning. Uh, period. Uh, end of story. To come out and claim that you're going to make the Destiny killer, you've already set unbelievable expectations when it comes to it. And if you, as a company, meaning EA, is are not going to back that up with the appropriate resources, then you have sent that team and that game to go out there and die. Okay, period. Uh, Bio, I, I will disagree a little bit with Crispy on whether or not this was the right game for Bioware. Uh, from what I played and from the, the, the bones of that game that were there, they were definitely the right team. I think the mechanics of the game uh, were something special. Um, the feel of, you know, the, the way you moved from the flying to even the ground movement, I absolutely adored. Uh, I thought it was just out of this world. Um, and I don't think they were just given the time to develop this. Okay, so uh, we, we know... We know a little bit about the history. Again, I wish, you know what? Someday I hope, I hope I'm old enough where I see all these devs from these eras come out and finally write books on all these crazy stories. Cause there's gotta be stories behind this stuff. There's gotta be crazy meetings that went down because, you know, they started development. It was what, like seven years in development, but it was only 18 months in full production. You're expecting to put out a destiny killer aims a service game by a small team, relatively speaking, when you look at other games of service like Destiny, and you're expecting them to have full production for 18 months and come out with a complete game that's going to compete on that kind of level. You're out of your mind, EA. That, again, whatever this was or whatever they thought it was going to be, maybe EA got bored with it and decided that it wasn't <laughs> worth it anymore. Um, you know, may, maybe who knows, maybe somebody made somebody at the top mad and there was, you know, internal conflict there. Who, who knows, but it's still strange to me that you're going to come out and try to make a destiny killer with that small of a team, that limited amount of time and, and expect it to work. That, that's not how this happens. Again, Destiny laid out the roadmap. Uh, games of service is a huge risk, but everybody's willing to take it because if you hit big, you're going to make a ton of money, right? That's why they're willing to risk it. But at the same time, when you've got a roadmap and Destiny did all the mistakes for you up front, right? Yeah. We, we, we know what happened to Destiny 1. We know how that stumbled out of the gates. It was nothing that they had promised compared to where it is now with destiny Two, yeah and still and obviously Pong, if you remember man i don't mean to interrupt you but if you remember like when they announced anthem the the faults that destiny had was the yep. selling point that they led with with anthem focusing on story and people were excited bioware was the masters of rpg story right yep Yep. And, and, right. and some of that was there and you could see it that's what i'm saying the bones were there if you looked at it it was incomplete. It was pieced together, held together by duct tape. There was, you know, the content was lacking. But if you saw the lore, if you actually, you know, again, and I'm not always the guy who goes and reads all the lore in games. Sometimes it can be too much. But again, Bioware is special to me as well. And I know they are not the Bioware of old. And I think we all need to get over that and just realize it's just not the same team anymore in any way, shape or Can't form. Can't get over it, man. 
it's just a name now, right? And, and yeah. yes, there, I, I, there's extremely talented people there, but that old prime Bioware is done, right? But again, the basis of this game, when you went and actually looked at it, they had started some real deep world building. And what we got shown was only glimpses of what they were planning and you could see pieces there was like it felt like times going through and talking to people that there was all of this side story stuff that was happening or that had happened that they wanted to explore but it was like walking to you know it was like walking through a maze and just winding up at a dead end every time you you talk to somebody right so it was just like oh so that's it there's nothing nothing but i could see what they were trying to do there right i again I feel awful for the team. They did their best with what they were given. EA, again, well-known for this. I hope, I hope that, like you stated, that the the mistakes that we've seen from BioWare, the games that have come out that haven't done well, I hope they refix that with, obviously, the new Dragon Age. And I, and, and, you know, I hope they can do it with the new Mass Effect that they're planning on doing. Because I have a feeling that if they don't succeed with these, then BioWare is going to be another one of those companies in the graveyard that EA has out back. And we're going to see a new headstone out there and it's going to read BioWare. And we're just going to see the, you know, we're just going to see them dissolve BioWare completely and move on. And I don't want to see that happen, even though it's not the original team, even though it's not the original, you know, creators that were there. I still want that name to live on. The name still means something. Uh, and I, I'd like to see them come back and hopefully they can resurrect it. Hopefully adding all these people back into the dragon age development really gives them the boost and they put together something really special. Now we just heard that supposedly, and I, I don't know how this makes sense. I'm still kind of twirling around in my head that the, the success of, of, um, of star Wars uh, has, changed ea's mind and they're now going to make dragon age a single player only game like i I don't you know i don't know how that worked or why they decided that was the shift they needed to do but i'm happy for it if they can just focus on a true single player game and just you know have that 100 path that they know that they just have to deal with a single person playing um you know this story maybe that will obviously help out a little bit and maybe they put out a game that lives up to the dragon age legacy uh which is what everybody wants so i hope so yeah man hey now joining the show right now is an awesome guy um did your daughter fall asleep okay yeah i found isis though uh she lives in my uh guest bedroom uh, <laughs> <laughs> confirmed terrorists no she finally fell asleep but uh it, it, i totally jinxed myself earlier tonight when i was like i think it's gonna be great <laughs> she's gonna go to bed early tonight yeah hey no worries man I, i'm glad you're, you're able to make it dude um so everybody i would like to welcome our second guest to the show uh you know him from twitch and i was lucky enough to meet this guy on the shop podcast as a guest um maybe a couple months ago and i've i've uh, started playing halo with him a lot and uh checking out his twitch streams a super awesome funny guy and uh super nice guy as well uh everybody please welcome bob aka game pass dad uh what's up dude yeah man thank you so much for having me on dude sorry again about being late but thank you uh so much for being so understanding 
Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, hey you, when I invited you, you came with a warning where you said, hey, man, if you have me on the show, you might not be there right at the start. So, hey, no, no worries, dude. Completely yeah. fine. What the hell is that like, sound? Uh, that might have been me. <laughs> no, I think. Uh, so is that a Twitch thing? Is it? A, is that a Twitch thing? I think it's me. I, I don't know. I got to disable the Twitch sounds, I think. But hey, hi, everybody on Twitch. Uh, you might be here because of Bob. How's it going? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's always uh, the the fun part of uh, trying to be a, a content creator slash uh, any sort of artist or person on a schedule when you uh, have a small child at home and a family. So it's it's definitely nice when you have people there to still show up when you do or uh, other creators that are understanding of it. So I appreciate it so much. Yeah, no worries, man. So what we were just talking about was Anthem 2.0 and uh, how they uh, killed EA, killed killed off Anthem um, now kind of officially um, with no up, no more big update coming. Uh, they weren't happy with the progress. And it, I don't know if you had a chance to check in and see about that news. And I was just kind of curious what your thoughts were, man. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, I feel like where they went wrong with Anthem right away was just the fact that the whole time they're just so focused on being a Destiny killer. Like, I think every time we've seen any game in the past be like, oh, this is going to be a Halo killer. This is an X X and X killer. It's just like most of those games end up sucking so hard. And EA (laughs) spent so much money purchasing this studio that is so world renowned for creating amazing immersive single player experiences and giant worlds like with um like mass effect and kotor like baldur's gate i think it was before that and then they're just like all right we're gonna take that we're gonna throw a bunch of money at you we're also gonna put a bunch of pressure on you we're gonna completely change the formula uh make good games (laughs) i don't i don't think that's a good uh good way to get a get a positive response from the previous fans yeah, so I, it's not surprising that Anthem didn't live up to expectations underneath the, um, the ex- like basically the schedule they put it on and all the things that that went through. Like finally, it's apparently a decent game. I ended up skipping it because I didn't care for the demo. It was like unplayable when I played it. And now that uh, it's already a little bit too little too late, it's not surprising that they're um i'm glad they're skipping that project and trying to focus is it dragon age that they're focusing on now yeah dragon age and i guess uh they're about to ship uh i get fairly soon this or is it this year at some point i forgot exactly when the mass effect uh, legendary collection which is like the the three original mass effect games and then they're also supposed to be maybe in pre-production on the next actual mass effect game as well so but Dragon Age is the big one that they're working on right now. The the next big daddy that they got to get out. So if they yeah. fail on that, it's going to be some bad news for Bioware, I think. Well, I mean, EA is just totally known for taking these successful studios and nurturing them and building them, them up bigger than when than when they found them, right? So it's just, uh, <laughs> I well, I guess we'll see what happens when they finally, uh, I, I just, I would love for them just to get back to letting Bioware do what they became famous for doing and creating just amazing experiences for for gamers yeah man uh i have with maybe uh vince sampella being you know having a bigger role at ea will start to eventually rub off on some of the 
other executives and stuff there. That's that's Vince that's just a... own EA. Is that possible? Can we just <laughs> that would make be that better. happen. <laughs> that would be better because that guy is gold, man. That guy is. Uh, he knows what he's doing. And you know, you were worried. I, I think it was uh, when um, him and I think it's Jason West. Is that is that the name? When they left uh, Infinity Ward and they brought a bunch of guys and then they formed Respawn. And then the first game they made was Titanfall. And I was like, holy crap, this is actually really good for their first game. You know, and then they made Titanfall 2 and Apex Legends and then Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, it's just like they can't do no they can't do no wrong. And Jason West left the studio and everybody's like, hey, this is bad. You know, this is bad news. Respawn and stuff, you know, but uh, he just kept that train rolling. And, you know, that he's. For those of those of you don't don't know, I mean, he's one of the guys that one of the original creators of Medal Honor when it was the premium war shooter back in the day and then they moved on from that to create call of duty which became the biggest like first person shooter multiplayer success maybe ever right and then when they left activision they go and they form respawn and then make all these games so uh yeah he dude that guy's freaking insane you know with uh so hopefully he you know his influence at EA can uh, can send ripple effects th- throughout them. That, that, that's just what I hope. So yeah, I I feel like they they got to do something different though because last gen I feel like they just completely. I I mean I feel like there's yeah. a couple wins like I mean they completely like pigeonholed Titanfall two just to like take a complete L with how they released it between like. Well, right at the same, like a week after Battlefield 2 or something. Yeah. It was like crazy. They, they cannibalized their own market completely. And then just literally the microtransactions with uh, Battlefront 2, like how crazy loot boxes were getting in the middle of last gen. Like really, if you look at it just in general as a console gamer, like those third-party games where like in the 360 era, like when they first started like just printing games like every single year, like Activision, EA, like just every single year they're shipping a product because they're turning it into a return for investors. It's just like, I kind of feel like just in some ways, like the products we're getting from those companies, like it, it just sucked to be a fan of those companies for a while just because they were doing so many things to just maximize profit. Yeah, dude. 100%, man. Um it, you know, we're, we're just, I'm hoping for the best for the future of Bioware after this. And it just, if they nail Dragon Age, right, then then all is well, right, in, in, in my eyes. And then it's like, okay, return to form. Um, that's a, a, another original creation from that team. So we'll see where it goes. Um, now, I wanted to surprise Kate with, uh, with this week's um, Kill It. Oh. Gosh, maybe. <laughs> so we—I I forgot maybe? to do this last week. Uh, so, hey guys, we're gonna have to kill a franchise here. Um, this game can no longer exist if you choose it. Okay, it, it's a race from history. Uh, it could affect her childhood. Maybe she, maybe it affects her life. This this game not no longer existing, and how much of an effect it had on her. Uh, something that you love is going to have to die here, babe. So, with with that being said, we're going to have to make a tough decision, guys. Are we going to kill Halo? Oh, 
I, I, I cringed having to put that on this list. House Flipper. It's gone. House Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> Is the, that really the next one? The Sims or Tetris. So these are four of your favorite games, babe. And uh, we're going to go around and we have to pick one that will no longer exist. So don't be mad at me after the show for whatever I pick. Okay. Uh, we'll okay. start. We'll start with Pong. <laughs> what's what's going to go? Uh, House Flipper, The Sims, Halo or Tetris? I already said it. House Flipper is easy for you. Have you played it though? What? Have you played it? No, it would have no impact on my life because I have no interest. It's the same as Zelda. <laughs> it, it, it just wouldn't do anything, so it's easy. It's gone. That's so <laughs> mean. Oh, Fancy's back. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Fancy. Welcome back. Oh, there's there's Bob. Hey, hey Bob. What's up, dude? I'm here. Yeah, oh, dude, I love the green a green screen sheet. That's but amazing. Pay no, pay no attention to the man in front of the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob has a. Uh, this isn't Twitch, so you don't get to do your like fun OBS stuff. Right? Oh, I mean, I got I got tricks, dog. You got tricks? Yeah, I got tricks. Hold on. Hey, can you make your voice changer work on the show? Is that um, possible? I, I can. It was like scuffing up my stuff, but yeah, I can make it work. Uh, <laughs> just uh, I'll just do it randomly. We'll we'll add some uh, funhouse stuff. To <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> I um, gotta turn my camera off though to turn on my turn on my tricks. <laughs> house flipper for Pong. Uh, we'll go to Crispy next, dude. Uh, Crispy, dude. Uh, house flipper, The Sims, Halo, or Tetris? I know it's gonna be a tough decision. You're such an asshole. <laughs> I haven't played House Flipper, so I'll give. For the benefit of the doubt for that one. Um, the Sims. I gotta say okay. the Sims. Oh, dagger. Oh, yeah, the, Sims. the Sims. I have played the Sims, and you literally, after Sims 4, you can't do anything else to the game to make it, except, like, make it look like real life, and they're not gonna do that anytime soon. So, yeah. just kill it. It's done. I mean, maybe come out, you know, 10 years from now when you can make it look like real life. That's all you can do. Ray tracing. Download mods. That's I, what I do. The Sims 4K 60 frames per second with ray tracing. That's what it's going to be, guys. Um, and it's going to be the uh, comparison game for Digital Foundry. Oh my god! <laughs> you better get that to at least 120. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 240 frames per second. Uh... All right. So. Uh, go 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 into uh Bob here. Uh, what dude? House flipper, Tetris, Halo, or what was the other uh game we had on here? The Sims. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> What's it gonna be, dude? It's gotta go. You're gonna ruin her life with I've the truth. Of... I don't. Hold on. Let me let me see if you can hear this. Oh God, voice mod's being weird. How how's it sound now? Uh, does it sound weird now. No, it's sound not, awesome. it's, it, it sounds like you. Oh, wait, hold on. What was that? Oh. <laughs> is, that is that what we're looking for? Yeah, house flipper. Yeah, there we go, dude. House flipper. I can't even hear <laughs> I need to change my settings. I'm... <laughs> Voice mod awesome. had a bunch of updates, but uh, I was trying to make it so I could do all the crazy stuff. You sound uh, like Guy yeah, Diamond what is house from flipper? the Trolls. Oh, yeah, that's that's it. That's the Guy Diamond filter for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh so house flipper is yeah. this game now, do you want to explain it babe because you love it um, so much basically you can go into you buy houses 
and you fix them up. You can decorate them. You can tear walls down. You can build walls. You can paint. You can just do whatever you want, and then you sell them for money. Okay, it sounds like a nightmare, so I guess I'm going to go with that. He's changing his mind. in a third job? (laughs) It's so relaxing. I'm sold. Uh, House Flipper is dead to me. (laughs) There you go. Hey, it was easy. Uh, Now, babe, okay, this is where it gets interesting. You have to pick one. Uh, Are are you going to kill The Sims, House Flipper, Tetris, or Halo? I'm going to kill House Flipper. Wow. Okay. Oh, dang. dang. What did you guys think of that? Um, okay, Have so. You just got to ask me if I've ever played it, and then you go ahead and kill it yourself. <laughs> I, still think, really? I still think it's really? great. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> I freaking love it. And, like, I don't want to have to kill one of them, but if I had to, it would be that. Um, and the reason why is. I feel like it has a lot of similarities with the Sims as far as like the building and decorating of the houses and stuff. And I feel like I could get that experience with the Sims plus more. So that's why I would kill house slipper. And I just have a lot of good memories with the Sims and um, Tetris is timeless to me. Like it's more to, to me. Tetris is even more relaxing than house flipper and then Halo, I mean, I just have so much fucking fun with Halo. I could never, ever yeah. get rid of that. Yeah, you better not have picked Halo. Oh, that's gosh, was, no. That's what never. I was thinking, though, is when you described House Flipper, I was like, isn't that just The Sims with more steps? <laughs> it feels like work. But there's no, like, there's no, like, people. There's no characters. It's literally just fixing up houses and decorating, which, I mean... That's right up my yeah, alley. You actually so. have to do the work. Like you, when you paint a wall, you're like, it's you actually painting the wall. You have to clean the windows. You have, I mean, yeah. You That's even like, have to like um, install like AC units and stuff. You're not yeah. making this game anymore. I mean, who wouldn't want to spend <laughs> their time you're really doing not. that? Am I <laughs> Hey, you love this game. You can actually see her play, and you know she makes some pretty dang cool looking uh, houses on there. I uh, do. I uh, mean, so she's started streaming on Twitch uh, recently, uh, occasionally, and uh, if you want to check out some fire house flipper gameplay <laughs> from one of the top house flipper creators out there, uh, check out uh, "I'm So Fancy" on Twitch. Now, it, you know what? It's like no different than like those like farming and truck like simulator things. Yeah. Which I tried to play those too and I actually found them pretty difficult. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Sure. I, what was it Mud Runner that we played that we got stuck? I, yeah, I and I tried to do the the farming simulator and I couldn't figure that shit out for the life of me. <laughs> Doesn't uh, Lady AF like those games? No, she likes the like. No, is she it She no, she likes it, like the like uh, Stardew Valley and and that kind of. Yes, stuff. I don't think she's played House Slipper yet though. Cool. So, <laughs> I think Bob's on an acid trip over there. <laughs> I think I'm about to be on one too, watching it. Realm. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> so too crazy. I came on the show one. just to test out new background. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, let me experiment on this. Uh, uh, the Twitch man. fam, the Twitch fam was telling me that I needed to get my ass on camera, and then you guys were saying you wanted to see some cool stuff. So, so Heck I, yeah, I, I, dude! And that was, was that a, oh, was that a tribute to Santa Slays over there a little while ago? Uh, um, yeah, it was something that him and I were working on for some of his new scenes. Um, <laughs> right on. I was I've been kind of testing out like how to use videos and stuff with like the live production and things like that too. Um, so like this is just a Nvidia broadcast with like the green screen. Like you, I don't even need the green screen behind me for it to be able to do this stuff. That's so, cool. Yeah, that's with the Nvidia. Yeah, just for the broadcast. But right it, it can mess with the audio though. So sorry for being distracting. Oh I'm no, you're there. good, dude. It's fun. I like this. Uh, <laughs> well, fun on cam with Bob. <laughs> um, so I have to pick something here and i have to be careful be, with my words because I'm i already know you're here. gonna fucking pick the sims <laughs> hey but <laughs> you're right i am picking the sims but oh uh, there's a re- there's a reason why and it has nothing I know why why because when we first discovered house slipper you would fucking sit there and do a whole fucking house for like two hours <laughs> Yeah, I'm calling you out. <laughs> hey, how, you like how slipper you can get sucked into that game, guys. It's, it's very, very relaxing. Yeah. Pong? D- no, no. Nope. <laughs> we gotta get an extra five nope. grand out of this resale value, or else we're upside down on the mortgage. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes, man. <laughs> you know the game. It gives you you're, real life you're anxiety. Already, you're already an expert. <laughs> You, you gotta have ROI uh, on everything in there. We are about to get some DLC finally on consoles for House Flipper, also, yeah. which will be Garden Flipper. Oh, we can wow. garden guys, plant wow. flowers and shit. Is it, pay- is it paid DLC? Do you have to pay for this? I don't know, but if you do, like, like take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Take awesome. money. Take yeah, I need more real life <laughs> problems in money. my. I got uh, a deductible to pay for basically. in my video games. <laughs> um, hey, uh, so Tetris and uh, not Tetris. I, I'm not killing Tetris. Uh, the Sims, oh. but not because I want to take anything away from you, but because I am punishing EA for uh, ruining Bioware right now, and it's my one way of getting back at them. Hey, the Sims, I'm taking it away from you, EA. It's dead. Okay. Just to take it away from EA? Yeah, just just to just to punish them for the whole anthem fiasco and and stuff. And Ultimate Team. This is another punishment. It's a punishment for your prices for Ultimate Team as well. I'm taking the Sims from you. Cool. There you go. Hey. We have to move on from this topic, babe. So, what <laughs> what's what what's next on the list? Um Next on the list is Xbox and Bethesda's March event. Yes. Okay. So Xbox is being r- rumored to be having some kind of video or event or something um, in March to celebrate the acquisition of Bethesda. And uh, Zenimax, you know, the the whole shebang where they maybe they're going to announce new games. Maybe they're going to reveal gameplay. Maybe they're going to announce a release date for Starfield and talk about exclusivity. Who knows what all they're going to have on there. But it is a 
big potential because we're actually seeing this rumor from multiple sources now, um, all revolving around different dates and stuff. Um, so I think there's actually something to this. I don't know exactly what the event itself will be, whether it'll just be like an inside Xbox style thing or whether it'll be like a little stage presentation or just be like an interview like they did last time to announce the acquisition, right? Like we, we don't know what it is. So, you know, do you, I want to go around and say, do you think something's going to happen with this? Um, and also, um, what would you like to see at something like this? So uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll start with crispy on this one. Oh, I mean, no, this is a big deal. And, for me personally, I think the best thing to do is really kind of give us a little glimpse into the history of Bethesda in a, in a form of games. Just for a, a period of time. If you're really going to do this about this acquisition, let's show some of these younger people what, what this company has done. You know what I mean? Because... yeah. No, Bethesda itself has really been a pillar in in gaming forever. And yes, they've faltered, especially recently, but they definitely have the clout to to come out with some amazing games. I mean, I I can't even remember how many hours, because they never tracked it back then, playing Fallout 3. I mean, it was crazy. Like, because you know, you could play it. You could, you could have, if you had the disc, you could still play offline, which you know, people aren't used to anymore. But you know, these these were the the fun times of just that was like just a, a never ending single player game. Felt like so. You know, I feel like if you're gonna make it about just them, go through a little bit of history. I, I would expect it to be more like an inside Xbox, um, but maybe at the end. Or somewhere in there, drop a couple new IPs right just to get people excited. So, you know, I I feel like Starfield has to be getting close. You know what I mean? That's that's something that's really you know a game people are really looking towards to say what is this really? Because you've seen games like No Man's Sky and stuff like that. Is it what are what are they trying to accomplish with Starfield? We haven't seen enough of it. You've seen little little tidbits that have come out, you know, over time, and we don't even know if they're actually true, really. So, I want to see gameplay of that? I think that would be amazing. Even if they just did that, that would be a, a huge step in the right direction to show us, you know, what what Bethesda sh- should be under Microsoft. Yeah, dude. Uh great points on there. I that I agree, man. I would love to see some of the old stuff, like you said, kind of like a celebration of like the history, you know, uh, go into El- all the elder scrolls games and kind of like the, the maybe celebrate like, Hey, Xbox and their history together. Right. In, in a way. Um, cause you know, Morrowind and oblivion and then, um, all, all of that stuff, you know, um, upon what, what do you want to see from this? If it's true. And do you think it is true? Okay. Uh, Time to play armchair or CEO, uh, one of my favorite games. Uh, just like being the GM of your favorite sports team. Did you ask? <laughs> armchair quarterback. <laughs> Correct. Uh, since you asked the question as to what I want, that's the way I'll approach this. Now, I've tempered, I'll just say this up front, I've tempered my expectations from what I want because generally speaking, what I want uh, doesn't happen the way that I think it should. So I'm going into this with lowered expectations, but we'll see what comes out of it. 
but from the standpoint of what I believe they should do, right? They need to, they need to absolutely put Zenimax, Bethesda, and all the other studios front and center. They need to get people used to identifying them with Microsoft, right? For all of us in this community, for all of us that follow all the video game news, we already know what's going on. The people who are going to be buying Starfield, people who are going to be buying, you know, whatever, the new Elder Scrolls, they have to get used to the idea that this is now Microsoft, okay? I'm not saying they're going to take away the name because I think they will hold on to the names and that they will keep it because it has so much power as far as, you know, Bethesda being in ZeniMax. I think that will remain, but it needs to be stamped with Microsoft. So I think they need to make a very large production out of this as big as they possibly can with, you know, obviously the constraints that are involved these days. Right. Um, I think you are definitely going to see an interview. Um, I definitely think you're going to see maybe a one-on-one with Phil and Todd uh, being that they're such close friends, friends outside of the industry. Uh, I can see them sitting down and having a nice chat about the history between the two companies um, and how this relationship formed and why it's good for everybody involved. I think they need to introduce each one of the uh, of the teams uh, over there, Arcane, Machine Games, et cetera, Tango. Uh, I, I think they need to introduce those people and have them give little synopsis of their history and why they feel this is going to be so good uh, for them being underneath the Microsoft umbrella and part of the family, um, you know, as far as Xbox goes and what, what this means to them. I think that Todd and Phil... And everybody needs to answer all of the exclusivity uh, questions that are out there because the minute that they the minute that they go ahead and announce this, uh, the the interviews are going to start up. People are going to ask that as their first question or second question, Max. Right after they ask how they're feeling about it, they're going to go right into so about Starfield, about Elder Scrolls Six, about about Wolfenstein Three. Are these exclusive? to Xbox, to the ecosystem, right? You know it's coming. They need to cut those off at the knees. They need to establish a new narrative, uh, especially within the media, the larger media. Again, we all in this community know a lot more. We we talk about this stuff. We, we look at stuff every day. We kind of know and we get the feelings. But a lot of people rely on the larger media. And again, these interviews that are happen are not going to just be game sites, right? These are going to be Forbes, you know, Bloomberg. They're going to have interviews with all these bigger companies and, and the greater mind share that's out there needs to finally realize exactly what is happening here. And Microsoft needs to assert itself uh, in the strongest terms possible so that people end this narrative that seems to be whatever Nintendo and Sony do. We don't question it. If Nintendo and Sony had done this deal, there'd be no question about exclusivity. Microsoft, on the other hand, keeps getting these questions, right? We need to end that now. Microsoft needs to put that to rest, bury it, so that nobody ever questions again what they're going to do. Again, I told you I tempered my expectations. I don't think all of this is going to come true, but you asked me what I would do or what I want to see here, right? So I think they need to do that. Next up is Starfield. Okay. Starfield's coming out 2021. I'm locked in. I've been locked in for quite a while now, Mav, on this show and other places. Starfield's ready to rock and roll. Okay. I believe this from the beginning. I think it's one of the big parts of this acquisition when whatever Phil saw 
and talked to Todd about, he knew this was going to happen. Obviously, they expected, or we think they expected to have Halo, the golden egg last year for launch. And then he needed another big one for this holiday. And he saw he saw it in Starfield, right? Another Todd Howard original IP coming out from one of the biggest studio names, despite, you know, as Crispy mentioned, some of their slip-ups. That's all forgotten with one great game. Okay, that's all forgotten immediately. Gamers have short-term memories, right? And whatever they saw, first of all, Sony wanted to try to buy exclusivity of Starfield for two years. So whatever Sony saw, they knew it was something special too, right? Whatever Phil saw convinced him that this could be his big hitter for for this year, for 2021 holiday. That's what I firmly believe, and I still stand by that. And now he's got two big hitters, at least. Okay, I think 2021 is going to be bigger, but that's not the topic of this conversation. However, you bring up Starfield. It's already been brought up in almost every interview that has been done with any Microsoft executive or any Xbox executive. They've all mentioned Starfield. Okay, And there's a reason for that. That hype is already going to start to build at this point. And what better opportunity than to introduce maybe a small teaser you know, leading up to a bigger show come spring, summer, E3 time. Whenever they have that launch window that they're they're looking at, it's going to determine when they go full blowout, full blowout on this game. But I'm thinking a small teaser, a small introduction by Todd Howard saying, "Hey guys, you can finally announce this Starfield exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem." You know, not necessarily. We'll have more information, but I want to give you. We haven't given you anything all this time. I want to give you a small glimpse into what you have to look forward to and then roll a clip, right, with a small little teaser. I think that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, but the main thing is is to stamp Microsoft so that people start knowing that when you talk about ZeniMax, when you talk about Bethesda, when you talk about Arcane, when you talk about Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, whatever you're doing, you have to instantly think, oh, okay, Xbox, Microsoft. That's them now, right? And they have to start that immediately. They have to answer all the questions about exclusivity so that they're not brought up anymore. Um, and, and just leave it at that so they can focus on the games because a big challenge that Microsoft is going to have going forward now, and this is a big challenge for this team because we saw them make a few stumbles last year when they had to do this, <clears throat> excuse me, is they now are going to have a ton of games that they have to somehow get in people's faces, right? And you have so many studios, you have so many games that they're going to have to line it up and make sure that every game has its excuse me has its place so that people can see it right yeah so they need to make sure that they're taking the opportunities and they have it planned out so depending on when they're going to launch depending on the release dates when they're going to show this stuff off and that's going to be one of the first challenges they're going to have to do you know but again this starts now Zenimax is the first domino to a lot of great things come in 2021 and the future, but the, this is the first domino. They've been ultra quiet on a lot of different fronts because they're waiting for this deal to get pushed through, the ink dried, and then announce it, and then they can move on with everything else they have planned. So this should be a big show. Dude, if if that, if all of that, uh, the last 15, 20 minutes is tempering your expectations. <laughs> no, I, I gave you my... I, I, I can't imagine your grand expectations <laughs> no, because no, no, that no, no. sounds freaking amazing. I want to see <laughs> it right now. Show it I to gave me. You my, I gave you my blown out expectations without okay. tempering them. That's what I really want to see. I hear you. And, and, and then even to add a little bit to that, 
they gotta have they gotta start giving us a roadmap to all this stuff. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, I okay, agree, that's dude. one thing that Microsoft has not been good at. I, you know, I've criticized them elsewhere as well, but they have to start giving us a roadmap. They don't have to show us the world. They don't have yeah. to show us every secret. They don't have to show us everything that they got going. But they have to start giving us some kind of idea of how yeah. all of this is going to line up because that's how you start to build the hype. Period. And they have to do it. I, I did. I, I agree with you. Uh, maybe they should hire you for a mar- marketing manager because that would be I'm available. That would be like, hey, I'd oh, be like Aaron, in my chair. Call me. Right? Just punk soul. Call me. <laughs> Just like I can't. I bet you I won't charge myself. as much as All other this people. Awesomeness. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Bob. Do you have any any thoughts on this? Uh, like, what what do you what do you want to see, man? Like from this rumored Bethesda event. I, I want to see like what we what we haven't seen yet. Like I mean, I I feel like honestly I feel like Microsoft with buying Bethesda, there's obviously a reason why they did it. Like there's a lot of games that we know about, but it's like when they when when Microsoft bought Obsidian though, like we got grounded. That came out of left field. That was like a small project. Like yeah. that's something that we never even would have understood was happening. But yeah, it's something that was new and innovative and i think that's the thing that goes overlooked by about game pass and like why i kind of structured like my my content creation around game pass even though some of it's like moving away more of the from like the video game punditry because i don't have i don't have the time to sit here and like be the guy with all the answers so i almost want to just say uh phil spencer takes off his mask and oh he's a lizard person um but at the same time uh that would be dope i'd love to see that um but I feel like maybe we'll see more about Starfield because no one knows what it is. But obviously, like Pong was saying, that's uh, something that obviously has a lot of potential if so many people are vying to get their hands on it. But I want to see all the smaller projects that Microsoft might be possibly working on or some more of the plans. Or maybe it'll just be boring and nothing really is going to happen. Maybe they'll still muddy the waters because they don't have the information yet because I feel – until everything goes through, there's so many regulators that have to approve of this buyout that they can't really confirm a lot of stuff until that gets done. But I mean, right. if this is going to be the point where everything is like the ink is drying and they can yeah, go I, ahead and set I it out of the park. That would be the purpose of it is if like right. if the deal once the deal is finalized, they have it planned that they're going to do this event. Right. That would be, well, I, I mean, think, what the what the idea would be. <laughs> like i mean it could be that it could just be something boring and they're like we never even hyped this up this is just us <laughs> like confirming to our investors that we just bought a big ass company so yeah. here we are um <laughs> but if anything like i feel like what they have to do most likely is either they they have to like paint their strategy for whether or not they're going to keep these games exclusive or whether they are going to put them on other consoles because honestly i don't care whether or not they do it like yeah. that like People having games other places, like, especially ever since I built a PC to support the content creation, like, I just have options now. Like, I, I still play on my Xbox just because it's easy, but at the same time, like, I have a PC that I accidentally snagged a 3060, and now I can play games there, too. And Sony's doing the same thing. It's the wave of the future. Like, the walled garden is just a way to subsidize... Um, the the hardware now and microsoft gets a cut out of that but at the same time microsoft also still has your business if you build a pc so in that way like microsoft isn't struggling in the gaming world at all you know like i i feel like we don't have to 
like sit here and like plant our flag there because PlayStation games are coming over. We can enjoy the games where we want to, but it is fun to have like a strong point of view on it. But it's just like I feel like it's going to be either like I just want to see a plan of what they're going to do with their with their content going forward and what the plan is for the branding um like you guys had touched on like i i feel that that's important for the messaging going forward um but it's like they it's a slam dunk in itself that they're buying zenimax like just yeah. the amount of content that that adds to their first party and more importantly what that adds to game pass like honestly it makes netflix look like a joke right now because netflix i don't even think has that many studios creating like high end content for netflix <laughs> Like, yeah. this is unprecedented at this point. And if they keep buying more studios, it's going to be an even more amazing entertainment value. And I don't really think that uh, I can even completely grasp what it's going to turn into. Like, I think this is just the start. Yeah, I 100% agree with you, dude. Uh, like, um, Game Pass is, is insane. And they're not done buying studios because Satya Nadella said they're not done buying studios. Right. And, if, and if the... If the top guy at Microsoft says, hey, we really like where this is going, we're going to keep doing it, uh, then that should tell everybody uh, what they need to know. As far as for me um, with, the, with the event, I think um, Starfield's announcement, I, 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 I agree with Pong that it's, it's probably close to ready. I think it's going to come out this year. And that's if it doesn't, it would just be because of a small delay. Right, I I think that it is intended to come out in 2021, and I think he he was right with with also saying that was the big plans to have for the big game for the fall this year as well. And the Halo got pushed back into it, so um, that wasn't the original plan, right? Um, so to me, if Starfield was multi-platform, there would be no reason who have held back the announcement that Starfield is coming this year. Um, I think that sh- would have been potentially announced late last year, and they them showed more off about the game. To me, they've been holding Starfield back until this deal is finalized from making a big splash announcement, showing off, hey, what's what's better to celebrate the acquisition of one of the biggest publishers and game studio developers out there than showcasing the biggest franchise they've created since Elder Scrolls. And they didn't create Fallout, but since they made Fallout 3, right? This is a a new creation from one of the RPG forefathers of PC gaming, okay? I mean, this is the guy that created Elder Scrolls and ha- has created Morrowind and and uh, Oblivion and Skyrim, and then he was behind Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. This is his new franchise that they spent years, years world-building, creating backstory, creating planets, creating species, creating lore, all of this stuff. What better way to celebrate the acquisition of Bethesda Zenimax than showcasing that? And what would spread more uh, excitement for that than a game? And I think when, in March, 
I'm good. This is like outlandish, but I think in March we're gonna <laughs> see Starfield gameplay. We're gonna see Todd Howard stand somewhere on video, whatever, and talk about the game like he's an amazing salesman when he does because he's no BS when he talks, right? And he's gonna say what he thinks about Microsoft and all that. Um, I mean, I want everything that Pong said to be true with this because if they actually went to all these studios and had like tidbits. And I want what Bob said to be true too. I want to see like all these like little games that they could have been working on that we don't even know about. Like, like, Hey, what's roundhouse studios working on? We've never seen a game from, from roundhouse studios. Right. Like, right. Um, I, I want to see all, all of this stuff. And, but I think there's going to be a big focus on Starfield, And that's the reason we haven't seen anything last year when we would have expected it. Right. I want to see that stealth drop. They're just like, all right, here's Starfield. By the way, it's coming out in a month. Go get your pre-orders. On Game Pass. Freaking crazy. Exactly. Well, then you don't even need to pre-order it. Buy Game Pass. Yeah. Or they might even. A dollar for a trial. Yeah. (laughs) Or they might even like just require Game Pass or something. I don't know. That would probably be a bad move, but. (laughs) You can't buy an Xbox unless you get Game Pass. (laughs) I mean, the yeah. Game Pass that, only that could be the plan eventually. Yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe eventually there will be only you know Game Pass I'm only pretty, games. I'm pretty sure I got compared to Hitler when I said I didn't mind that the Xbox Live Gold price went up. So yeah, that's probably a bad <laughs> fair comparison. Fair comparison. I can see why. <laughs> Anybody else have any uh, further thoughts on the, this March event and and what we could possibly expect? I'll leave it like this. All would love to see a world premiere, and that's it. Yeah. Hey, just putting this out there, guys. If if something happens to the world premiere guy, uh, God forbid, uh, Crispy Bomb's a pretty good substitute. Okay. I uh, in fact, guys, you may be able to get Crispy Bomb for cheaper than the regular world premiere guy. So, uh, <laughs> you might want to hit him up. He might just take a few beers, you know, to do it a, a few times. Uh, he's he's got the voice for it. Can you do it one more time? Exclusive. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Okay, babe. So, uh, now this isn't on the list, um, but I, I wanted to kind of reach out to this because we got some Halo fans in the house. Um, Crispy, not so much. You know, Chris, Chris is more of a Gears guy. That, that's okay. Um, but Halo Infinite uh, yesterday dropped some... Or, Bun- or not Bungie. I always say Bungie when I start talking about Halo. 343 dropped some new screenshots yesterday um, of Halo Infinite and also some more information as well uh, on the, on Halo Waypoint about uh, questions that they were asking some of the devs and stuff. Um, and there's some per- per- pretty uh, cool things here. So I'm just going to uh, mention a, a cup- a couple of them. Right. Another one was like one of them was talking about the um, where the where are they going with the uh, when you say reboot, you know, or like uh, where are they going with that? And they'd say that's the feeling, right? It's the feeling of going back to the original Halo, the experience that you get going back to that. Not necessarily story, not necessarily anything regarding you know, uh, making it look old, right? It's about the art style and it's about the feeling, right? 
So uh, that was interesting. Um, they showed off like the, the different lighting uh, for the time of day um, and stuff on on some of the uh, maps uh, on, the, on the in the world and on uh, on Zeta Halo. Uh, it looked freaking incredible, and there has been comparisons out there of um, side by sides of like a previous build that we've seen with the new screenshot of the game, and it looks like it's made a massive transformation already. Um, as well as uh, they were talking about, um, let's see here. Yeah, the grapple shot and how it's going to be used a lot for like a traversal. Um, we've already seen some of that in that trailer. Uh, they they talked about co-op. Um, it just a lot of good stuff here uh, when when you actually go through that um, and 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 read. They've been implementing. There's they also mentioned again that. Hey, they're in the polish and bug fixing phase and balancing. Like they've re they re reiterating that in this uh in this post that hey they've been working at what we're pretty much working on bug fixes, polishing and balancing and implementing some new uh new tech here and there. So everything that we're seeing uh from them is like really positive and has me super hyped for what we may get. Um, does it, does has anybody had a chance to see the screenshots and stuff? And, and does anybody have any thoughts on that? Volunteers. I, I took a look at them earlier today and I mean, it, I feel like it just looks great. Like it looks no matter whether it was Halo or any other game, like the, it looks solid. And I saw also a gif of it on rotation, like for the day to night cycle. And it, it looked pretty exciting, like for the possibilities of the open world, but it, I mean, I feel like I kind of want to see how, like, actually moving through it and, like, actually, like, the gameplay that happens within that. But, um, I mean, honestly, I, I appreciate them trying to stick to an aesthetic that is uh, familiar, and I, I don't think necessarily doing that makes it, like, look dated or anything, especially when you take a look at, a while ago, like, the, the models that they released of all the weapons and everything. Like, yeah, I'm really excited for the detail and the, the the care the care to the detail that's going into it, it I think it's going to be really really a great experience honestly yeah man um lighting and and the detail yeah it's just yeah. amazing uh pong you got any thoughts on on it man based on what you've seen yeah i mean it looks great i mean it looks like they are getting down to business uh which unfortunately wasn't happening last year due to obviously a variety of reasons and and what seemed uh, to be, uh, you know, a lot of mismanagement in a lot of ways over the years. And again, we'll never know the f- full story. And I, I don't necessarily like to judge anybody, you know, or their jobs or what, what they're doing. But is it just me or ever since Staten kind of took over, things have seemed to settle down? Uh, maybe it's part of the process, uh, but ever since they brought him in, it just feels like they are more focused at this point yeah. on hitting, you know, different marks with where they're going with this. And again, it could just be because they got through, you know, the rough part part of it that they got that extra year and all the pressure was taken off, so they weren't you know, rushing to put out things or they weren't rushing to fix things just to get it, you know. Uh, in a playable, you know, fashion to show off, which again, we, that's already been debated uh, to the end of time about whether or not they should ever showed it. But again, from this point forward, I'm, I'm seeing nothing but positives. And so that's, you know, that 
from that standpoint, this is going exactly how they probably envisioned it would at this saying, you know, from the time that they decided to go ahead and delay it, giving that team an extra year to get done what they needed to get done um, to hopefully put this game uh, in a spot when it releases that it is the marquee franchise again for Xbox um, and, and it, it will get the credit and that it deserves and hopefully 343 will show uh, through you know some of the bumps and the, and the turmoil uh, that they are the team to handle this franchise going forward and obviously again just from an outsider you, you're not this is not a Halo fanboy here. This is a casual Halo fan. I played them all. I enjoy all of them. Um, but to see what has transformed now that they've been given this time is pretty impressive. And I think how they are doing this and releasing, you know, bits and, and showing people progress at each kind of step here as we move towards the launch in November, uh, I think is is a great move for them to start. Uh, you know, just I don't want to say bringing back confidence because the Halo community themselves never really lost confidence. They were just kind of like, Hey, what, man, what are we going to see? What, what's going on here? Why are we delaying it a year? I think it just shows that they have a plan in place and that everybody should trust the plan. Right. And, and that's what they're doing at this point. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, like game pass said, uh, I do want to see some uh, gameplay. Uh, even if it's a 10 second clip, I just want to see it in action. Um, I want to see what it looks like moving screenshots are great and all, but you know, I'm an old enough gamer to have been through all the screen screenshot <laughs> gates that there have been through the years. Um, yeah. and I'm not saying that I doubt that they look that good, but I just want to see it. You know, I just want to see it moving because that's how we're going to be playing it. Um, you know, but I think they're probably going to plan on doing that. Uh, I've talked about it before. You know, if I were them again, I, I, I would have another basically kind of a re-showing of this game when they're ready sometime around E3 time. Uh, another big kind of you know reveal, here's what we've done since you last saw this game. Take a look at it now um, right. you know, and kind of show it off. But I was also excited about you know what they talked about, the differences that they're trying to give as, as far as experiences go from the single player uh, to the co-op and how they kind of want to, you know, give uh, not necessarily a, a two different games, but they want the experience to be different for each kind of way that you're going to play it. Um, and I think that's great. And I think the open world that they're talking about, uh, you know, is going to give that opportunity where you get a bunch of buddies together and you roll out and, hey, you may not be doing main missions, but you may just go on, you know, kind of like Division 2, Mav, like we've been doing. You know, you just go go find some fights to get into, right? Just go find, you know, drive off towards the, you know, towards that mountain over there and see what you run into. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I also thought it was kind of interesting. There was a little, there was a little tidbit in there, I think, where they talked about possibly there's going to be some points where we actually go into space. I think they kind of hinted that there might be some possibilities. We might see some space travel. So I thought that was kind of cool tidbit too. So nothing but positives here, man. I can't wait to see again, casual halo guy, but I'm, I'm hyped. I can't wait for it to launch in November and see what we get out of this thing. Yeah, man. I'm excited um, for it, for sure. Crispy, uh, have you had a chance to see it? I don't know how much Halo digging you do on, on news. Uh, I did see it, yeah. Um, 
the first thing I thought is, oh, yeah, well, I forgot. They brought in some big guns from the coalition to go over there and help yeah. them. <laughs> hey, I knew you, I, dude, how did I know you were going to go there? Uh, no, but they, they did. That's a big thing. That's part of being they're, they're, a but they are the they are private uh they are private contractors but they've been working on gears forever yeah so that but, but they're easily you know adaptable uh they've they've worked on multiple different engines over their uh careers so it was like a no-brainer i think when you start seeing them you know having having hey i'm working on whole halo infinite graphics and stuff like that and i was like okay you know and that might be statham himself he might be like you know well let's just start using our uh our assets here and saying let's let's bring some people in that we can you know we, we don't they're not gonna you know take apart a whole you know like a whole developer team to to do it but you know you can take a, a few important parts and you know for anybody that i mean i don't even have to cloud about it anymore about how good hive busters looks but you know it that's that's one thing that gears will always have is the visuals are just amazing in that game and they continue to be even regardless of all uh, you know having totally different teams now so you know having having those certain people that you know are private contracted that can go and say yeah i'll go there i'll go move there you know, i i would love to work on halo you know what i mean like it's a great thing to have and that's something that microsoft really has right now they have they have a lot of different teams like you know, who knows if like some people from ID are going to work over there. You don't, you don't know everything, but you start seeing little tidbits and you're like, you know, there's a lot of devs that can really help these guys out. And, you know, why not? You're going all in. You already put it, you know, put it a year behind, you know, you might as well give us like the best possible experience possible. And yes, I've played Halo's people. I'm not just a gearhead, but I haven't <laughs> played them all like some. I might, you know, I was going to start getting it. I started getting, I was almost done with Reach. And then, you know, all of a sudden they delayed it. And I'm like, okay, my interest is lost. Because I kind of want to just roll right into Infinite. Just to have that story. Because that was more important to me, at least in that game. I'm not a huge first-person shooter fan. So, you know, I think it looks way better. I, I was not impressed with the, the demo. Although it is a demo. And... I don't know how that Gears 4 beta looked, bro. Like, dude, that was just horrendous. And then what came out was just incredible. And I'm like, yeah, how did they even do that? So, like, I wasn't, like, super worried when I saw it. I was more like, well, it is a demo. You know what I mean? But, and we're we're kind of, you know, we're a ways off here. It's not even like, you know, the beta was actually a couple months compared to, like, the six months in between those two things. So, I'm like, I don't know. like you know delay it don't delay it but when a lot of huge halo fans are like you should delay this i don't like it i was like okay i'll agree with you i'm cool <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's my take on it i just feel like finally realizing that you know 343 might need a little help and i think it's because you know developing a new engine really kind of messed with them and then obviously covid happened and they were probably like on a roll and all of a sudden it's like bam that door shut you were allowed to work together for a long period of time you can't go over to your buddy's shoulder and be like hey no that doesn't look very good you might want to change that and then they go and look at it be like oh yeah that doesn't look very good no instead you got to send it across the internet you know what i mean so i i think it, it really changed the culture for a little bit i think oh you know, we're gonna see devs adapt to this and 
Now, some of them might even adapt even more to, you know, this this at home style of, of developing over time, kind of use that as, you know, it, you know, these big CEOs be like, oh, we're going to save money or something. You know, they just stay home and, you know, they do their thing. So we, we don't know how it's going to go. I mean, I just I hope I don't have to wear a mask by the end of the year. That's what I'm hoping for. And uh, yeah, I hope Halo comes out on time. I, it looks like it is. And I hope we get another big game that gets kind of shadow dropped, like Game Pass said, you know, kind of just like, hey, this is going to come out in three months. And uh, yeah. we just wanted to make sure that we could actually release it. You know what I mean? That's because I feel like Phil really wanted to release it last year. I don't feel like this was like, you know, but as time went on, it, you know, because he always he always said, oh, our hardware is good. Like every time he was questioned about it, he was like really confident about the hardware. He wasn't super confident about the software. And and really, when you're talking about software, he was talking about Halo. I mean, come on. You know, that, that was it was supposed to launch with the series that he's like, he didn't seem quite as confident. I'm like, ah, this is not good. And this was actually like right, right around the demo. I think it was like an interview right before it. And he just didn't seem super confident. I'm like, ah, I don't know if this is going to come out because it just, everything just started rolling downhill. So, I mean, the product's there. I think they figured it out. And I think they, they just, they're doing the right thing and bringing in the right people to come and help out on this. And, and Chief is now going to have a Nasher, so that's all that really matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to have a Lancer. Uh, he's going to start chainsawing all the Covenant. And the I like it. I'd like it. Yeah, it'd be some DLC, yeah, some Coalition DLC. Well, amazing. if you're going to turn it into like have like a looter part of it, like well, why not? Yeah. Why not yeah, have why not? a little cheekiness in there? Yeah. You know what I mean? I just I just want to see the the id Halo game that uh, everybody's going to be asking for like or we need the microsoft smash bros <laughs> yes yeah all, all of this is yeah. possible now uh there's so many things that can happen and especially like the sega or ubisoft or uh deals end up coming in like with game pass you can start having like I, I would see more cross-promotional stuff within games as well um so hey babe it's it's time for our last topic, and how do we end the show every week? Um, I have something to say before we do that. Oh, okay. What? Yes, yes, dear. I just wanted to mention um one more thing about House Flipper. <laughs> okay, so, and the stage is the stage is yours, babe. The okay, so on. I forgot to mention that they did do a collab with Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. And there is free, free DLC. And for some of you that are skeptical, it might be a good gateway into, you know, trying the game out. And there is a property that you can buy. It's a loft apartment overlooking the city. And it's pretty badass looking. Is it Johnny Silverhand's apartment? It's whoever's apartment you want it to be. <laughs> oh. uh, um, it looks like you've made a sell already. If you turn um, your attention to uh, Bob's uh, screen. Here. Oh, I love it. <laughs> fuck, fuck Tetris. Oh, I mean, I'm... I uh, uh, Tetris is so, dead to me. Um, I'm but they also now. put in a ton of new um, content like items and stuff, and there's a lot of uh, gaming items to decorate the gaming setup of your dreams. 
So all you have to do is like clean up the apartment first, you know, clean the windows, and then you can just have fun decorating. Take the eight bags of you cans. You start bringing out me the in, garage. and then you just turn me off. Again. <laughs> oh, okay. Heard <laughs> um, cleaning, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I do that enough at home, man." <laughs> hey, can we get can we get Fancy's quick pitch for House Flipper? Well, guys, it's a lot of fun. I really appreciate it if you tried it out. I'll come and clean for you. Oh, okay. I'll- I'll put on a little maid outfit. <laughs> nice. Oh. Little maid and outfit. And there's a lot of stuff on the floor that I'd have to bend over and get. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Uh, so uh, I love I fancy. just hear Betty Boop. I'm, I'm a little... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's fancy. It's fancy. Yeah. Uh, you, you can play... Hey, for you... For, speaking of fancy, guys... Um. Tune in to Ultimate After Hours uh, after the stream where we play Halo um, every Friday night after the podcast. If you want to come in and hang out uh, and chill. Do you guys want to (laughs) come? Then we can have lots of fun playing some Halo. Uh, Fancy usually makes an appearance, (laughs) um, and it kind of becomes a little distracting at times. And Uh, she turns it X-rated. Yeah, sometimes I have to uh, delete the streams after Ultimate After Hours. Uh, but hey, it's okay. Uh, we hope everybody uh, that can uh, joins in on the fun. All right, how do we uh, how do we end uh, this podcast every, every week, babe? Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we <laughs> we end it with the Game Pass game of the week, and this week it is Dirt Five. Dirt 5. Hey, uh, surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, EA and Codemasters make a deal, and shortly after, Dirt 5 is in Game Pass, which I thought was going to happen anyway. But uh, Dirt Dirt 5 is now in in Game Pass. uh, And hey, I think when we saw how much promotion there was going to be from Microsoft and Dirt 5 with the launch of the uh, Xbox... Uh, making a big deal about this, they talked about it in the interviews and stuff a lot together. It was, it was kind of a foregone conclusion that this game was going to eventually be hitting uh, Game Pass for me. And hey, the day is here. Uh, now I was a day one guy on Dirt Five because it is actually a really good game. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I haven't been playing that much uh, multiplayer with my friends on Dirt Five because. Uh, there's been a lot of community game nights with it and a lot of people didn't buy it, you know? Um, I think now that it's hitting Game Pass, we're seeing a lot of uh, people kind of start to figure out, hey, this is actually a really good game all of a sudden. So uh, is anybody here got any thoughts on Dirt 5? Uh, Bob, have you played Dirt 5 yet? Um, Not yet, but I'm going to now that it's in Game Pass. Uh, I feel like it's... It'd be dumb not to, like with the Series X, like that was the first game that was designed for it, Uh, even though there's all the other stuff that went around with uh, running better in PlayStation and everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a perfect game for Game Pass. I don't, how how popular are those games? Like, I mean, it, it must be somewhat popular, but I'm, with Forza Horizon and like the mainline Forza and Game Pass as well, like I've always just been more into those games in the rally style, I guess, so um but i'm i'm definitely down to try it as as part of my subscription 
So I'll definitely be playing it. Yeah, dude. And this well, you're one, in luck. Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead man. No, I was gonna say <laughs> this one's a little different than, than the other dirts because it's more arcadey. So it's a little bit more just like uh easy to pick up and play and kind of fun um and kind of ridiculous a little bit with with some with some of the online stuff that they have uh so if if you're not super into sim racers this is a good alternative as well uh so what were you gonna say paul exactly what you were just about to say uh the old dirt series is the old dirt series is nothing like this one uh or i should say this one is nothing like the old dirt series they they completely changed it up this is a pick up and play style arcade uh racer just like mav said except for the sprint cars the sprint cars suck yeah i agree you you know what like i can't handle they need to get rid of the sprint cars or change them completely like i like i went online to like look and see if anybody had tips or tricks and all i saw was people just complaining about the sprint cars going how do you drive these things why do they drive like this they suck and yeah it's the only one complaint i have with this i i I absolutely love the game game's fun uh but the sprint cars can all go to hell i I hate them yeah it's weird (laughs) like I'll be getting like first and second all the time, like yep. just like having a great time, uh, like in this game. And then one of the uh, challenges comes up, one of the races with the sprint cars, and it's like, yep. what the hell is this? I, I mean, how do I control it? Am I supposed to turn the <laughs> right. controller upside down? Like, it, it doesn't make any damn sense. Uh, like, so I, I I don't understand that either. So that's like something that I think they messed up on big time. Maybe it'll be an update yep. with new new controls there. And I see Santa Slays yeah. over there uh, about to uh, give give away some presents. Uh, <laughs> Crispy, uh, have you played Dirt 5? I have not, but I always had the inkling it was going to be on Game Pass because it had a marketing deal. So I feel like every game that has a marketing deal with Xbox, including Watch Dogs, which I didn't even realize that, I bet you yeah. it does come to Game Pass. I bet you you were you actually made a better point than me on that original topic. <laughs> well, I forgot that they that's, had a marketing deal, so that makes yes, it even bigger. Yeah, I did forget that's, that. That's true. I was like, I was like, because every single game that Microsoft has a marketing marketing deal with, I feel is going to eventually come to Game Pass. So I don't purchase it. And the one thing I was really intrigued about Dirt Five is a lot of people said exactly what you both said. It's not the original style dirt which i mean i actually got halfway through dirt three and i was impressed with myself because that game really gave me a headache at times so you know it's just it's one of those things like if you're good at it that's awesome and you're way better you know rally driver than me that's the way i look at it but i just want to have fun and from what i've seen from the gameplay and from what everybody said this is exactly up my alley, and I'm definitely gonna have to delete something to download this. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad that you guys are gonna check it out, and it is another uh, beauty about Game Pass. Um, did you have any thoughts on Dirt Five, babe? No. <laughs> Let's cancel Dirt, and we'll replace it with House Flipper. Hell oh. yeah. <laughs> I, did you want to talk about the moving out DLC? Um, yeah, there's new DLC for moving out. <laughs> Thanks for the deep insight <laughs> onto that. There is, guys. We've been we've been asking for it for a while. So if you haven't tried moving out, uh, that's a game you should definitely check out. I don't think it's on Game Pass, but just wanted to give it a quick shout out because we finally outside, got the DLC outside my uh, 
my view then. I don't play any games outside of Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, o- only Game Pass for Game Pass Dad. All right, that's a complete lie though. Also, so <laughs> it's like an island theme. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which that'll be interesting to check out. Yeah, it's it's just a couch co-op game. It's it's a lot of fun. All right, guys, I I want to say thank you to everybody here on the panel uh, today. Uh, everybody in the chat, thank you so much for hanging out. It's been a blast. This was a fun episode. Um, I see, I've seen y'all talking a lot in the chat hey, uh, about all the stuff, and that's that's amazing. It means that we're all having a good time. Uh, love all you guys. Uh, shout out to everybody there. Appreciate it. Um, and also our esteemed guest here. Um, first, I, I would like to give a shout out to Crispy Bomb. Uh, who is uh, just been super supportive of me ever since I stepped into the community. So uh, thank you, sir, for that. And also, I want to make sure everybody knows where they can find your gentle tones. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a great night tonight, and uh, definitely uh, look forward to the next time. And uh, it's at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Bomb 28 Xbox Live, at Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m., and we got Thursday night, 8 p.m., the next podcast. And, of course, Friday morning, 10 a.m., Breakfast with Boom. And, yeah, I mean, hit me up. I'd probably be gaming tomorrow with uh, on Tushy with the, the good old community game night because, you know, I saw Gears there, and you know how that goes for me. <laughs> so, yeah. Hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, hey. hey, Hey, Crispy, before we let you go, or before – move on mav uh what do you think of the new gears operation six impressed unimpressed or impressed not impressed no i'm not, not I'm impressed, impressed okay okay um i think i think they're they're ramping up something else now okay. that's all i can say okay okay keep it under wraps <laughs> i just want to get your opinion on it yeah no it's it's not it's exactly what i thought it was going to be um you know, for gears, need to kind of go back to the drawing board. Need to take the multiplayer that they had in Gears Four, reuse that because whatever they did with this true match system has really destroyed the community's interest in it. Um, I still have plenty of people to play with. It's still easy to find a match. It's not quite what it was. So, I think I think they're moving forward. Whatever it is, I don't know. A few speculations out there, but. <laughs> No, that's that's uh that's for you to figure out. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I I think I think he's alluding that he knows something and he can't speak. Yes. Yeah. But that's okay because we have a lot of uh fun with 3bit with that as well, you know, cuz he always oh, knows stuff that we he can't talk about. All right. Uh my other esteemed guest, uh I want to thank you, sir. Uh, we found each other, like I alluded to before, on the Shop Podcast as as guests on there together. Yeah. And then I kind of uh, stumbled onto your Twitch streams and again, been hanging out with you a lot. We've been playing a lot of Halo together and stuff. And it was awesome that you agreed to uh, come and be a part of this show. Uh, and I want to thank you for that because uh, you're an awesome guy and have been was- supportive of me as well. So I appreciate that. Uh, so, but yeah. I want to make sure, hey, everybody out there knows where they can see your amazing uh, streams and also your stand-up that you do on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's my pleasure for sure. Like, thank you, thank you for asking me to be on, and uh, I'm really sorry that uh, 
it didn't work out as well as we thought it would, but I'm glad I could still make it in for a bit and uh, share, I, you know, it's share just my... the right the right amount of Bob. I think any more might have been like you know <laughs> too <honestly>. much. <laughs> yeah, well, Santa Slays had you guys up the whole time too on his Twitch also. So oh, thank nice. you. Cool. Oh, awesome, some man. people too. Xbox Ultimate tonight as well came to support. Um, so thank you everyone watching over there also. Uh, that's why I picked Santa's nose real quick. Um, but yeah, usually. <laughs> Usually, like, Wednesdays and weekends, you can find me streaming on Twitch just underneath Game Pass Dad. Um, or you can find me trolling on Twitter. Um, I've kind of moved away a little bit from the video game punditry just because it's, uh, like, I'm, I'm more of, like, the, the humor guy. Like, there's some things that I have strong opinions about, and I'm more opinions. Like, I'm not the, I'm not the person that you're going to find, like, hot new deets from. So um, I'm, I'm trying to find my lane in that particular space. But uh, also really kind of bringing my love of, like, my sense of humor and my love of gaming together is basically what I'm doing with it and feeling my way out. And it's been great connecting with you and your awesome community and uh, like everyone, thank you for uh, allowing me to be here and goof around a bit. Um, but yeah, basically uh, Wednesdays and weekends. Uh, tomorrow we're actually interviewing Santa for my podcast um, on my Twitch channel. And then um, March 13th, it's a Saturday, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. I'm going to be performing some more of my stand-up comedy live on stream because I've, I've really been working on trying to create almost like a, like a late-night talk show. Um, I just need to find a way to get all of those different elements together, like having like uh, like a like an interview and like maybe a musical guest and maybe like a comedy guest and some skits and stuff. So um, maybe bring in some more people from like the gaming community eventually. But I that's really what I'm kind of working towards right now. So it's always good to be here and be a part of uh, like the Xbox community that kind of kicked off the whole Game Pass dad brand. And uh, it's uh, really nice to get to know you guys and play Halo with you guys. I appreciate you always uh, joining me when we play on Sundays also. Yeah, dude, man. Hey, anytime, you know, uh, you say Halo. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you, me, me and Kate come running usually. And yeah, that's kind of how, how it goes. Like, I'm just like, I kind of scuffed and like didn't really tell my community that it was Halo night. Like, you guys want to play some Halo with me? Uh, but we usually get, I, I feel like we get a good balance most nights, but you usually come heavy with the people and I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no no problem, man. Yeah, uh, it, we, we have a lot of fun. Uh, you've seen, I think you've gotten a taste of the ultimate after hours with some of the, uh, yeah. with some of those. <laughs> How, yeah, you kind of have to... the direction it goes at times. Yeah, I might be able to come play some games tonight. I think we're supposed to play Rocket League tonight, but um, I'll definitely drop in soon on some of that too. Right on, I, I owe it to you guys for sure. Yeah, no worries, dude. Any any anytime you can make it. If not, then no worries, and that goes for everybody in the chat as well. Uh huh, my man, dude, what's up? And sir, what like on? what like twenty podcasts are you going to be on this this week? And uh, <laughs> make sure you give a shout out again. Uh, th- hey, this is like a record. We're gonna uh, mention the shop podcast like uh, a record amount of times here. But make no. sure you give him a shout out on, on the right. outro here. Where, where can people <laughs> find you, dude? First of all, first of all, chat. Awesome to see everybody here. As always, you guys are beautiful people. As my uh, brother from another, I steal likes to say. <laughs> but uh, it's great to see every single one of you show up each and every week. Uh, as always, uh, you know I can't say it enough. Appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, we can't do this without you guys. Uh, it would just be us in a room talking to each other, which would be weird. But uh, <laughs> great to have you all here. Uh, Crispy and uh, Game Pass Dad, thank you guys so much for coming uh, tonight. Man. Yeah, thanks for having uh, It's us. always great to have new people on here. Great to have new voices on here, obviously. Uh, Crispy, uh, I 
known you for quite a while through chat and uh, been on a couple of shows with you now. So, and obviously game pass, uh, I've shot you a few times in halo. I think you've gotten me a few more, uh, but it's always great to have you guys on here and appreciate you coming out tonight. Um, Pong soul everywhere. Uh, you guys know that by now. Um, and you can find me here Friday nights, Saturday nights. I am on the shop podcast with PTK blam, fuzzy, Belvedere, Centurion, and Stagorilla. Uh, it's a it's a shorter show. It only lasts a little bit over an hour. Hope everybody can come out and check it out. It's a really good good show. PTK has been doing it for like five years now, so it's really well run. Uh, we just have some quick topics, and uh, obviously like to get the chat involved. So come by and check it out. Uh, it starts at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And then as far as anywhere else, you never know. I, I seem to now be on Boom's permanent uh, reserve list. So whenever he needs a seat <laughs> filled uh, or he puts up the bat signal, I, I, uh, I'm there. So uh, crazy things have been happening, and uh, who knows what else will uh, come about this year. So anyways, thank you again all. It's been awesome. I love doing this on Friday night, so I appreciate you guys. Have, I, I'm glad, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I'm glad that you're okay today with the accident, man. So that was yeah. good news. Yeah, again, yeah, thanks definitely. for everybody for the, uh, again, for the well wishes on that. But yeah, we're we're all good, unscathed. Uh, I'm okay. So, uh, babe. Uh, yeah. Do you want to tell people how I told you about the accident today? <laughs> yeah, glad you're okay. Oh, um, you called me and you said, I just got hit. An 18-wheeler sideswiped me. I and my, that's not what you want to hear. Yeah, I should have been dropped. a little bit more. That's not what you want to hear at all. I, but it should have been a little bit more subtle, like with, yeah, with that. Probably. You know, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw the 18-wheeler next to that in that picture, I was like, oh, wow, yeah. you are just a lucky man. Like, yeah, it, it could have been It could have been a lot worse than it was. But, uh, we're, you know, glad you know okay, everybody man. was good. You know, the other driver, obviously, was he was he was fine. But yeah, it was uh, everything was good. It was like a slow moving collision, if you want to call that. So all's well. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, babe, where where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at CaitlinX0615. And you can find me on Xbox at XOX. I'm so fancy XOX. And you can find me here every Friday. And I want to thank uh, Crispy and Game Pass Dad for coming on. It was awesome to have you both. And everybody in the chat, you are amazing as always. Appreciate all of you guys. Absolutely. You guys are incredible uh, for all the support. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, So you can also find another podcast on this channel that started on Sundays, guys. And it's Fun Pop, the... uh, pop culture, movies, TV shows, games, and more podcast uh, featuring 3Bit and Psychonauts, uh, which also I was able to get up on audio platforms now. Uh, so you can listen to that on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify, as well as you can uh, listen to uh, Xbox Ultimate on um, all those audio platforms as well. So check that out if, if you uh, like to just catch it in the car or whatever. Uh, we appreciate it. All of us do so much. Um, And until uh, next time, this has been Mav, and it's been fun speculating with all of (laughs) (laughs) world premiere. All right, guys. Spencer's a lizard person. (laughs) Later, guys. (laughs) Bye. Later, all. Take it easy. Have a great weekend, all.